The following podcast is a part of RadioMisfits.com. Well, welcome to the Mr. Nelson Show, episode 284, I, I guess. I don't have red here because... Well, he's holed up at the, the trailer park, uh, stocking uh, his firearms because, well, Trump got impeached, or did he? <laughs> um, and uh, he's all upset, despite uh, my constantly reminding him that even though the House uh, voted to impeach Trump, uh, he would have to be convicted in a Senate trial in order to be removed from office, which is... Highly unlikely, but nevertheless, he's upset. Meanwhile, on the other end of the spectrum, uh, Lefty Turnington is also not here because he's drunk. He's been celebrating uh, with his friends, uh, quite a few of which also believe that Trump will now be removed from office. Um, when they come out of the stupor of the hangover, they're going to notice he's still there, and that's going to be fun to watch. But anyway... That's why neither one of them are here. Plus, uh, even though I've recovered from my recent cold and whatnot, I have this lingering cough. It's terrible. And it's made it difficult to make uh, recordings for uh, stories and whatnot that requires more range rather than just talking about stuff. So, you know, I'll be able to do Nelson news segments here and there. But, uh, geez, it's just becoming a problem. Uh, and so, boy, not a whole lot, uh, to do. Uh, I got nothing for the Christmas show. So I'm gonna have to represent something old, yeah. So I thought I would edit together, uh, the first, well, not the first, the actual second adventure for the superhero team, the, uh, the ASS, the American Super Society, <laughs> which, of course, is a parody of the Justice League. Now, the Justice League, uh, their uh, initial uh, adventure or coming together story has been retold uh, quite a bit. And uh, recently they did it to where, oh, their first uh, battle was with Darkseid, the evil god of Apocalypse and all that from the New God story. Well, that's not how it happened. Uh, in the 60s, the Justice League, which was sort of a revamped Justice Society, which was the original superhero team for those characters. Uh, but that was more, uh, they were fighting against Hitler and the Nazis <laughs> in those stories. And which I also parodied in the uh, story where they fought Bin Laden in the, for the ASS versus Bin Laden. <laughs> so for the second story, I decided I would marry the two and would use the second story as the 60s, the 1960s origin for Justice League, which are the Justice League of America which was their original name. And uh, their uh, first battle was with uh, an alien creature known as Starro. And what it was was a giant starfish that apparently excreted smaller starfish that would attach themselves to the faces of innocent human beings and take them over, uh, and making them, uh, you know, uh, slavish zombies for Starro. So I needed a different creature, so, of course, I just switched it from the from the starfish to a crab. Yes, star crab. Yeah, this <laughs> for your Nelson Christmas show. 
sit back and enjoy. Uh, fully edited together with a, a one break in between. Oh, yeah, we got to have breaks so that you are reminded to go help out your old pal, Mr. Nelson, by shopping my stores online. Uh, but anyway, yes, this will be the ASS, the American Super Society, versus StarCraft. And now it's time for the adventures of the world's greatest superheroes, the ASS American Super Society. Somewhere on the beaches of the small fishing town Banksville, we find the intoxicated and barely conscious form of aquatic superhero, Frog Prince. Shut up, man. Leave me alone. Stupid frog. Wait. What? What are you trying to tell me? Yes, the Frog Prince does indeed possess the ability to communicate with most forms of amphibious and aquatic life. Such is the case with the bullfrog that approaches Frog Prince in order to relate to him a most fantastic story. It appears, several hours earlier, a strange object glowing in the sky hovered over the ocean and then dove into it. Shortly thereafter, a giant crab-like creature appeared and flew over towards the town of Banksville. Oh, man. That sounds serious. I better head into town and make sure everyone's okay. But once the Frog Prince leaps into town, he finds the populace in a state of screaming panic. <laughs> hey, what the hell's going on? Where's the fire? Crab monster is turning everyone into crab face zombies every night! Crab monster, man? Oh. Yeah, it must be that giant crab sitting on top of City Hall. Oh, man, gross! It's, it's, it's pooping out little the crabs that are attaching themselves to the faces of the people. Man. Oh, now they're like turning on the, their fellow citizens and attacking them, holding them down and making them get crabs on their faces. Oh, oh nah, that's just wrong! Oh, gee, I hide in this little corner here so I can finish my beer. Man, this is more than I can take. I, I better call my pals in the American Super Society. Yeah, let's see. I'll get my phone out. Uh, damn, where's the where's the ASS app? Uh, uh, oh, here we go. No, 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 not AAA. Damn it, where is it? Oh, there it is. There, the ass app. There we go. Uh, oh no, that's the porn site. Damn it! No, okay, here it is. All right, all right. Come on, guys. Yeah, counting on you. And so the frog prince, called for help, goes forth to his fellow members of the ASS all across the world in such locales such as Langley in Fairfax County, Virginia home of the CIA, and in the parking lot of which, a seemingly inconspicuous car that contains Agent Joe Journal and his supermodel wife, Zara Zillion, who are, in reality, Dr. Spectacular and Moon Maid. Come on, Joe. 
You've been away with work and all. This is our one chance to get some action. So come on. I want you to do me right now. Come on. Come on, baby. What? Are you out of your mind, Zara? We're in the parking lot, for God's sake. Someone can see. Oh, what? get those breasts oh, out of my are face. Are you serious? Oh. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with you, you oversexed harlot? I mean, really, I... Oh, wait. Getting a signal from the ASS trouble alert. Seems there's trouble out there that we need to deal with. As Dr. Spectacular and Moon made. Elsewhere, in deep space, Frog Prince's signal finds its way to the signal device of one Sun King, who is busy shattering meteors from once extinction-level giant rock terrors into harmless little pebbles. I can't let any of those meteors through, even just one of them render damage to the Earth of biblical proportions. What a time to receive a trouble alert from the ASS. Wait! Oh no! One of those meteors contained dark matter, and it went down my throat! Good lord, I can already feel it doing damage to my guts! <coughs> oh no, I'm going to have the runs, but of course, with dark matter, the runs will be toxic and radioactive. I dare not sit down on the earth in this condition. I'll have to find somewhere to take a dump out here in space. In the meantime, I'll have to inform the ASS that I'm otherwise occupied. Meanwhile, back down on Earth, Frog Prince's signal reaches the Night Cruiser, the amazing supercar of one Night Knight, as he cruises the streets of Cityopolis. What the hell? Hmm. ASS trouble alert coming in from Frog Prince. <sighs> Damn it, right when I'm in the middle of tracking down the secret headquarters of the Fooler and the Mosquito, two of my greatest arch enemies teaming up to bring misery to the city. That's more important than Frog Prince's crabs. I mean, <laughs> that can't possibly be what it sounds like. But with a drunk like Frog Prince, who knows? In the meantime, I'll deal with my immediate concerns, and after which... I'll check back and see if I'm needed, which I seriously doubt. Meanwhile, the flea, the fastest bugman alive, hurdles after an onrushing tornado. Oh man, I'm picking up a signal from Frog Prince on the ASS trouble alert. But I can't be bothered with that now. Half a dozen towns are about to be wrecked by a tornado unless I stop it. See, a tornado is a violent rotary storm a few hundred yards wide, with winds up to 500 miles an hour. The winds revolve spirally upward in the counterclockwise direction. So all I have to do is to run counter to those winds, cancel them out, and stop the tornado in its tracks. It's too bad I took all this time describing it, because if I'd have just jumped to it, I probably could have spared some homes. Well, that's a lesson to learn for next time. And now our story continues as Moon made Dr. Spectacular and the Flea arrive at Banksville to find an overwhelmed Frog Prince being chased by an angry mob of crab-faced controlled zombies. Oh my god, Doc, you've got to save Frog Prince before those zombies get him. Don't worry, Moon Maid. With my plasma energy, I should be able to create a protective bubble around him and us, impenetrable to that crazy crab-faced mob. Oh, man. Boy, my legs are about to give out there. Oh, jeez. 
Oh, you arrived just in time, Dr. Spectacular. Well, you're welcome, Frog Prince. And now, with our huge blast of plasma energy, I'll send these poor, miserable bastards to Kingdom Come. Whoa, what? hey, no, no, wait, what? man. Uh, what? What's, what's the problem? Well, those people stuck under those crabs, uh, they're, they're innocent. You see, uh, that giant crab on top of City Hall over there, uh, it just poops all these little crabs out and uh, takes over their minds. So, uh, yeah, you can't just kill them like that. We gotta figure something else out. Well, uh, yeah, you better hurry up and think of something, because uh, those crab zombies are starting to claw their way through that bubble of yours. What? Good lord, you're right. I wouldn't have believed it, but yet they're clawing through. I, I can't maintain the bubble. Somehow their strength has greatly increased. It must be the effect of those crabs on their faces. Yeah, whatever. Uh, we, we gotta split. Hmm, yes, I would suggest that we do make a strategic retreat. Any suggestions where we go? Uh, hey, I know. We can go to my place. Uh, it ain't far from here. All right, Frog Prince, lead the way. And in my bubble, I'll carry us there. Sounds like a plan. And suddenly, the ASS, the American Super Society, lift off the ground inside Dr. Spectacular's plasma bubble and fly away from Banksville. And soon, we find them in the trailer house home of the Frog Prince. But anyway, according to that bullfrog I was talking to, uh, this thing came, probably came from outer space. Yes, I believe it has. It looks very similar to another creature that Sun King and I battled on the moon. Sun King ended up tossing it into the sun. We didn't really assess where it came from or what exactly it was. It's called the Star Crab. Suddenly, a familiar face appears in the kitchen of Frog Prince to a startled ASS, American Super Society. Good lord! Oh my god! Venusian headhunter! But, but you died in the battle with Al-Qaeda! Fortunately, Dr. Spectacular, the reports of my death were greatly exaggerated. I don't know. You look pretty fried to me. Yes, well, I come from the planet Venus. If I can't take a little heat, then, well, what kind of Venusian would I be? But nevertheless, the details of my miraculous survival are pretty irrelevant in the face of the threat of the Star Crab. So, uh, just what the hell is a Star Crab? Well, it's a... Well, it's a giant crab from, from outer space that, uh travels to other worlds and poops out smaller crabs that attach themselves to the faces of, of other beings and takes over their minds telepathically and makes them their slaves. <laughs> well, well, no shit. I mean, uh, I, I already figured that part out. Now, hold on a minute there, Frog Prince. Tell us, Headhunter, why does it do it? Well, it feeds off the psychic energy of braid waves, and the more minds it can control, the more powerful it will become. Which is why we must stop this infestation here and now before it spreads to other worlds. Namely, my own. And how exactly do you suggest we do that? Well, obviously we've got to destroy the crab itself, but as its power grows, that becomes increasingly difficult, so... So we have to deny the source of its power, namely, the enslaved citizens of Banksville. Well, hey, I know. With my super speed powers, I'll be able to go to each and every one of those citizens of Banksville and rip those crabs right off their face in no time flat. Well, maybe you could do just that, Mr. Flea, but unfortunately, ripping them off like that could, and most probably would, kill the hosts. I'm afraid the crabs must come off their faces willingly. Oh man, we're screwed. Not necessarily, Frog Prince. With my psychic telepathic powers, I should be able to break the link to the crab and make those little crabs just fall asleep. However, there are so many of them, 
It's a bit overwhelming. I won't be able to get them all, and I don't know if it'll be enough. Wait a minute, I know. With my glowing radioactive ass, I'll be able to hypnotize those crabs off their faces. Well, hey, I can get you in front of hundreds of faces at super speed. Thus, you know, uh, easing the pressure on Venusian Headhunter. Hmm, yes. And once the star crab is weakened, I should be able to contain it in one of my plasma bubbles and take it off this planet. Okay, and while you guys are doing that, I'll be on a beer run. And soon... BSS, the American Super Society, arrives back into Banksville, where it's now totally under the control of the Star Crab. And they immediately get to work. As the flea, carrying Moon Maid, races in front of every face of the citizens of Banksville, allowing Moon Maid to pull down her panties, using her glowing radioactive ass, hypnotizing the crabs to go to sleep and fall off the faces of the citizens of Banksville. The rest of the people are being psychically released due to the powers of the Venusian Headhunter. And so Dr. Spectacular makes his move to put a giant plasma bubble around the giant star crab. And as he begins to lift the crab into the sky, something goes wrong. Oh, oh, don't know what's going on, but suddenly I've got this splitting headache. It's all I can do to maintain my concentration, losing my grip on the star crab. Uh, what is this? Uh, I'm sorry, Doctor Spectacular, but I'm afraid that Star Crab has managed to infest my mind through the slaves I freed, and it's forcing me to use my powers to attack you. No, only one chance. I've got to try a massive plasma blast right at the heart of the creature in the hopes that'll break its psychic link with Headhunter. And with the massive plasma blast, Dr. Spectacular is successful in breaking the psychic hold of the Star Crab. But both he and the Venetian Headhunter fall to the earth, weakened from the battle. Oh my god, Doc, no! Don't worry, Moon Maid, I'll catch him! Got it! Oh, oh, yes. Yes. Thank you, Flea. You. You most definitely caught me. Um. Uh, Whoa! Venusian Headhunter! Oh, God. Uh, uh, are you okay? Don't worry about me, Moon Maid. Just stop the Star Crab. What? Oh, no! The Star Crab! It's flying away! Going to God knows where! Hey, guys! I got the beer! As the ASS, the American Super Society, saved Banksville only to lose the world to the giant star crab, find out in the next exciting episode of the ASS, the American Super Society. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. the night night t-shirt bobo where'd you get that well i got it at the mr nelson store at zazzle.com there you can find your night night t-shirts and other products that mr nelson provides huh look at this one it shows you staring at the flying pig's butt (laughs) shut up bobo damn it 
<laughs> anyway, folks, if you want your Night Night t-shirt, head over to the Mr. Nelson store at Zazzle.com and order your Night Night shirt today. This is a Nelson News Bulletin. Seattle officials suspended after using taxpayer money to hire transgender stripper. Hello, I'm Mr. Nelson. A Seattle public official has been put on administrative leave after reportedly hiring a transgender stripper to dance topless for a homelessness conference, and it was all paid for by hard-working citizens. During the event, which was hailed at South Seattle College, stripper Beyonce Black St. James danced on tables, gave lap dances, and stripped down to a pair of silver pasties as people threw dollar bills. Kira Zilstra, acting director of King County's Coordinating Agency for Homelessness, reportedly organized the event and planned the shocking entertainment for the evening. After seeing the display, she's now been placed on paid administrative leave pending an investigation into the incident. According to reports, no one really knew what was coming. On the agenda for the night, the performance was simply listed as a cultural presentation, leaving attendees in the dark until the entertainment started. During the performer's dance, she removes her shirt and walks around the room topless while partygoers fork over dollar bills. Others said that, that while they understood that Zilster was merely trying to give fair representation to an entertainer, they felt the performance was too sexual and forced attendees to sit through the presentation without prior knowledge of what would be happening. The deputy director of King County's Department of Community and Human Wellness said that they were aware of the reports and were looking into the matter while Zilstra was on leave. The department is aware of an event that occurred during the all-home annual conference on December 9, 2019. We have placed the director of all-home on administrative leave pending the results of an investigation into the event and the leadership of all-home but because there is an active investigation underway, I am unable to respond to specific questions about the event. According to reports, Zilstra takes home $123,000 in her salary each year. Well, sounds like she could have coughed up the G-string change. This has been a Nelson News Bulletin. You're listening to the Mr. Nelson Show here on RadioMisfits.com. In our last episode of the ASS, the American Super Society, our heroes had successfully fought the Star Crab, saving the citizens of Banksville from being turned into crab-faced zombies. But the Star Crab itself was able to escape and flew out over the Atlantic, with Dr. Spectacular in hot pursuit. But before Dr. Spectacular can catch up to the Star Crab, 
There is also in the air a United States Air Force nuclear bomber on routine maneuvers. Base, this is Niner Niner 100, homeward bound course. <laughs> hey, Captain. <laughs> you know what a, a virgin sounds like in prison? <laughs> what? Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> it sounds like this. <laughs> you know, because, you know, it makes a sound when he farts. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, I get it, Lieutenant. I, I get it. I get it. Wait, what the hell is that? Oh, man. He looks like a, a, a giant crab in the, in the sky, but that's impossible. Lord, it's coming right at us. We got, we got to change course. Too late. Oh, God, it's got us. Ah! Suddenly, the Air Force nuclear bomber finds itself in the clutches of the claws of the Star Crab. And it's at that moment that Dr. Spectacular arrives on the scene. Great cubs of goo. Star Crab is attacking that nuclear bomber. Good Lord, it's ripped open its belly. It appears to have... It has! It's captured one of the nuclear bombs from the plane! And now it's tossing the plane aside, making its getaway with the nuclear bomb! I can't deal with Starcrab now. I've got to save the crew of that bomber. Using my spectral rod, I should be able to use my plasma energy in order to safely guide the bomber down to a soft landing. And so, Dr. Spectacular does just that. And once the bomber is safely down, Dr. Spectacular renews his pursuit of Starcraft. There's no telling what nefarious ends that creature wants with that atomic bomb. So, instead of challenging the creature, I've simply got to take that bomb from its grasp. And oh, once again, I'll use the plasma energy focused on my vector rod in order to grab the bomb. Got it! Oh shit, no! Unwillingly, Dr. Spectacular has accidentally set off the atomic bomb. But fortunately for him, he's able to protect himself within a plasma force field. But as the smoke clears over the ocean... Well, fortunately, the atomic explosion took place over the middle of the Atlantic. Oh, no serious harm done. Well, it's not the way I intended to end Star Crab, but, well, I'll take it so I... Wait, what? No! It, it can't be! But it is. Star Crab has not only survived the nuclear explosion, but appears to absorb the energy from it and is now able to shoot atomic ray beams at Dr. Spectacular. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know how many more hits I can take like that. Otherwise, my plasma shield could break down. I've got to go on the offensive. Take that, you little bastard. Oh, jeez. He just barely missed me. Still, the heat of that ray singed my butt cheeks. Well, I can't take another chance. I've got to go in for the kill shot. I know. I'll give a full force plasma blast right down its throat. Hmm. That seems to have done the trick. Crab is now falling down to the ocean. I'd better pursue it to make sure it's finished. And as Dr. Spectacular follows Star Crab as it falls to the ocean, he begins to notice it begins to shrink in size. 
Finally, before it hits the water, he catches it in one of his plasma beams. Good lord. It's shrunk down to the size of a normal crab. Probably should study it for science, but... No, I think I'll just smash it into pieces. Hmm. Receiving a signal from the other members of the ASS. Dr. Spectacular here. Duck, hurry back! We're under attack again from StarCrab! What? But but that's impossible. I just destroyed StarCrab. How can this be? And so now, we join the ASS in the small fishing town of Banksville as they bear witness to what impossibly appears to be the Star Crab floating over the small town. Oh man, here we go again. Oh no, and I just got off the phone with Dr. Spectacular and he says he destroyed Star Crab and yet here it is. Oh man, what the hell? I believe I can explain. You see, the Star Crab is a, a super powerful telepath. And so I deduce that once Dr. Spectacular destroyed it, it was able to transmit its consciousness into one of the many smaller crabs it had, um, earlier excreted. What? Oh, man! Uh, Hang on! Uh, I'm gonna go smash up all those other little crabs in a few seconds using my super flea speed! And so the flea, fastest bugman alive, does just that, stomping and crushing all the remaining smaller crabs that had been excreted by the original star crab. But then, oh man, uh, I managed to crush all of them except that one. It's getting big too. Fascinating. It appears star crab is able to transmit its consciousness to multiple entities. We're fortunate you were able to destroy the remaining crabs, flea. But, but now we've got two giant crabs to deal with, so we're hardly out of the woods yet. All right. Headhunter, you and me are going to pursue the one going north towards, towards Cityopolis. While you guys deal with the second crab before it takes over Banksville again. Okay, Frog Prince, you're with me. And so, Moon Maid and the Venusian Headhunter pursue the giant star crab as it heads straight for Cityopolis. And once there, it hovers menacingly over the Hall of Science building. There it is, Headhunter, hovering over the Hall of Science. But why? I sense, Moon Maid, that it's attempting to absorb the intellects of the scientists gathered within the Hall. What? Oh no! With that accumulated knowledge, it just may be able to figure out a way to defeat us and conquer the world! I'm using my own telepathy in an attempt to jam its psychic attack on the scientists, but it's so powerful I can barely stand the strain. It, I, uh, oh no! It's counterattacking! It's almost taking over my mind! Uh, to fight back! Uh, 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 Suffering self pins I've got to act fast! I know. I'll use my hypnotic radioactive blowing ass in order to distract it from its attack on Headhunter. Hey, you big beast! Why don't you slap these other cheeks? But, unfortunately, the Star Crab does just that as one of its claws grabs hold of Moon Maid and, with the second claw, begins to spank her glowing butt. Oh, thanks to Moon Maid's distraction, I'm free from the attack of the Star Crab, and I'm now able to renew my own. I, wow, well, it's, it's really hot. I, but, but no, I can't be distracted myself. I've got to save Moon Maid, as well as the rest of Cityopolis. Got to renew my attack. All the strain. Uh, 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 
then, as the psychic battle between the Venusian headhunter and the star crab takes its toll on the Venusian headhunter, resulting in her sudden flatulence, Dr. Spectacular arrives on the scene and lets loose with a blast of glowing plasma energy, which, mingled with the release of Venusian gas, results in a massive explosion that kills Starcrab instantly, sending its giant carcass crashing down onto the Hall of Science. Good lord, I didn't expect my plasma blast to do that much damage. Oh, uh, it didn't hit what? Oh, gee, I, I think we may have killed some of the scientists we were trying to save. What? Yes, well, at least their scientific knowledge cannot be used uh, against mankind now, so there's there's that. What? Yeah, I guess so. Gee, I hope Frog Prince and the Flea are having better luck than we did. But are they? <laughs> oh, man! Oh, no! <laughs> Crap farted! <laughs> oh, God! Oh, Uh, I guess we're gonna have to break each one of its legs one at a time. Let's get to it. But as our heroes attack one of the crab's legs, suddenly a strange stabbing sensation forms in their heads. <laughs> oh man! Oh jeez! Oh, I'm getting a headache. Oh boy! Oh, 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 oh gee, I can't be hooked over No It's the crab. It's using its psychic powers. To, to attack our brains, causing severe pain. Oh no, it's even reaching out to the townsfolk. Oh jeez, we, we gotta do something. Oh, wait, I know. I use my super speed to create a massive wind funnel and suck that bastard out of here and hopefully send it back into the ocean. In the meantime, you gotta help keep all the people away so they won't get sucked into it too. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Hey, people! Move your asses! Come on, get, get on out of here! Get, get. And so the flea, fastest bugman alive, begins to circle the massive beast at blinding super speeds! And slowly, a giant funnel begins to form, lifting the creature off of City Hall into the air. And once the Star Crab realizes it's in danger, it switches tactics. What the hell? Oh my god! The Star Crab is able to shoot out atomic bolts! Oh, almost got me! Oh man! Oh, I missed that one too! Oh jeez! What else can this thing do? Oh, but as long as I can use my super speed, it'll never catch me! <laughs> hey, miss me again, stupid! <laughs> no! no! Oh, oh, oh god! Oh man! It almost totally did me in. It sapped my strength. I, I don't know if I can keep going. Oh no, hey, here comes the hey, creature. Hey, oh, what? For a second? Who? Hey man, uh, my name's Snapper Jones, and I'm the president of the ASS Fan Club. Uh, can I trouble you for a brief selfie with me what the and, and your autograph? Look, I, no, look, I don't have time for this crap. There's a, wait a minute. How come you're not screaming in pain from headache pain like everyone else is around here? Uh, uh, oh, uh, <laughs> that's probably because of my superpowers. I guess it's safe for me to tell you that, because 
you know, we're superheroes together. What? Superpowers? What superpowers? Oh, uh, yeah. Watch this. Mighty Glycon! And with the utterance of those magic words, the flea is shocked to witness the startling transformation of simple man-child Snapper Jones into the shining, gleaming, muscle-bound form of Captain Timely, the Golden Gladiator. What? Captain Timely? You're Captain Timely? Yes, Flea, that's right. And as a fellow superhero, I'm sure I don't need to inform you how important it is to keep my secret identity of Snapper Jones secret. What the hell? What have you been doing all this time? Why don't you use your powers to, to put this crisis to an end? Oh, well, I, uh, I was right in the middle of an errand for my mother. I promised I'd pick her up some eggs and milk and uh, a lottery ticket. And plus, well, it's Doctor Who night, you know, and uh, I wanted to get home and catch that. So what? I, I thought you guys had it in hand. Are you kidding and, me? Well, Come on! All right, I, I'll, I'll help out. I'll help out. Those atomic blasts are certainly nasty. I'm going to need my Thunder Blade. And so Captain Timely holds aloft his hand, and suddenly a lightning bolt strikes down from the heavens, hitting his hand, and suddenly, out of thin air, forms a giant golden lightning bolt-shaped shaft, which then Captain Timely tosses towards the giant beast. And as he does so, the shaft once again transforms into a lightning bolt, striking the monster, causing it intense pain. Whoa! Direct hit! <laughs> Oh, yeah, How do you like shot. them apples, Mr. Krabby? <coughs> Suddenly, Star Crab strikes back, hitting Captain Timely with one of his atomic glass, sending him several blocks away. Oh, man. Who the hell was that guy in the shiny yellow tights? Huh, that was Captain Timely. But I guess the Star Crab got the better of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! I don't fart! Oh, no! <laughs> No, this can't be! Uh, oh no! Not only that, we're it's starting to poop little crabs uh, again! <laughs> Look out! We gotta get out of here! Hey, <sighs> frog prince, come with me. What? Dr. Spectacular? Suddenly, Dr. Spectacular returns to the scene, and using his glowing plasma energy powers, is able to lift frog prince and the flea, fastest bug man alive, out of danger. Oh my god! This crab is larger than the first one. Mm, yes, I'm afraid so, my maid. It appears that the crabs are psychically linked to one another, and this one was able to absorb the powers from the first and second crab, therefore making itself even more powerful than the other two. I, I'm not sure we'll be able to stop this one. Oh, no. Oh, yeah, no, come on. Uh, there's got to be a way, guys. Where there's life. There's always hope, Flea. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you're here, oh, Dr. Yes, Spectacular. Right I'm, I'm glad I'm here with you, too, Flea. Well, almost the whole ASS. I, I don't see Night Knight and Sun King around. That's too bad, because if they'd been here, that would have made this just a catch me out. An early Christmas for yours truly. <laughs> Who the hell are you? Oh, uh, this is Captain Timely. The Golden Gladiator? Yes, that's right. It's me. 
Which are you, Captain Timely or Golden Gladiator? Ah, uh, well, both. You see, I'm Captain Timely, but uh, Golden Gladiator is kind of a, a nickname. I uh, Sometimes I'm known as the demigod of duty, and... Uh, yeah, whatever, no one gives a uh, shit. Good lord, the star crab has begun to excrete more mine crabs even more than before. I tell you, we're right back where we started despite all of our efforts. You're wrong, Dr. Spectacular. This is worse than where we started from. Well, I'm not totally wrong, big glowing green. Oh, damn it! I just wish my glowing radioactive ass had enough power capacity to be able to hypnotize that creature and make it go away. Wait a minute. That's the answer. Moonmaid's ass? Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, no, I mean, all we gotta do is magnify the hypnotic glow of Moonmaid's ass, and then we'll be able to get control of the creature, or at least weaken it enough for Venusian Headhunter to take over its mind. Hmm, but how do you propose we magnify Moon Maid's ass? Oh, man. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Simple. All you gotta do, Dr. Protector, is create a lens out of your plasma energy, and that'll magnify the hypnotic glow of Moon Maid's ass into the face and eyes of the Star Crab. And then, it's all up to you, Venusian Headhunter, to take over its mind and make it leave, or better yet, commit suicide. Suicide? Good lord, do, do we really have that right? Yes, let's get to it, Moon Maid. Okay, honey. And soon, with the help of Dr. Spectacular, Moon Maid uses her glowing hypnotic ass to entrance the Starcraft. Look into my ass. Look deep into the glowing orbs of my cheeks. No one can resist the moon, Moon Maid. Oh, man, I think it's working. <laughs> I'll be damned. Okay, Venusian Headhunter, it's up to you. I'm trying, Flea. Trying to penetrate its psychic barriers, but they are so strong. I don't have the strength. Uh, uh. Mm, well, uh, perhaps a charge from my Thunder Blade will give you the energy you need, Venusian Headhunter. I, oh, oh. Mm. Mm. Oh, yes. Oh. Oh, oh, yes. Oh. You, you might want to stop rubbing yourself. Suddenly, Star Crab begins to tremble and shake, and then turn its atomic blast in on itself, committing suicide and crashing down onto City Hall, Well done, team. The Star Crab is dead. Well done, I... well, uh, unfortunately, uh, there were still people inside the City Hall building, and, uh, well, I don't think they made it, um... Well, Captain uh, Timely, I guess you're new yeah. to the superhero business, but in the war against evil, like in all wars, there is collateral damage. It's sad, but it's also a fact of life in the ongoing war against evil. Nevertheless, this was a triumph against... Again. Evil. Yeah, well, say, uh, Dr. Spectacular, I'm gonna need you to use your plasma powers to lift that carcass and dump it in the sea. Yeah, I'll use my telepathic powers to tell my ocean friends to eat it up and turn it into ocean poo. Alright, sounds like a plan, Frog Prince. Alright, what's the situation here? Sun King! Oh, <laughs> Well, simply put, Sun King, the situation is over. Yeah, 
The Star Crib is dead. What? You mean to tell me I drove all the way out here for nothing? Well, not entirely nothing, Night Night. See, when me and Dr. Spectacular take care of dumping this shit in the ocean, yeah, I'm gonna need a ride home in your night cruiser. So in other words, yes, this was a total colossal waste of time. <laughs> well, it wasn't a total waste of time for old Captain Tidely. I managed to snatch myself a few pics of Moon Maid's bare ass. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna come in handy later on for some private timely time. Yeah. And thus ends another adventure of the ASS, the American Super Society. The ASS, the American Super Society, is a Nelson production. All characters are written and performed by me, Douglas Nelson. Music is provided by Kevin McLeod and other public domain sources. There you have it. The ASS, the American Super Society, versus StarCrab. It was originally in four episodes, I believe, that I serialized throughout the Nelson show. And here it is, all edited together in one nice little package uh, with a bow on top, just for you in time for Christmas. Yeah. So, uh, Merry Christmas to you and yours. And we'll get back together next week as we embark. On a new year. Yeah, 2020. Won't our vision be clear? <laughs> uh, well, we'll see. Oh, there's so much going on, isn't there? Oh, yeah. All right. Hopefully, uh, Red and Lefty will have recovered uh, from their, uh, uh, well, mourning and uh, celebrating uh, you know, festivities, what have you. So, yeah. See you next time. Bye-bye. The views and opinions expressed during the Mr. Nelson show do not necessarily reflect those held by RadioMisfits.com. So, any complaints and or comments should be sent to at Mr. Nelson on Twitter, where they will be promptly ignored and or blocked.